All right, welcome back to Everyone Needs an Aquarius. We are back in the building, finally, finally, fi not even finally, we just right back, so. Yeah, we just right back. Yeah, Dom, how you been what doing? What the peace sound like, bye y'all, like. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> and that's how you know you're old and corny. It's that, but also old and tired, like. I, I, <laughs> so explain I, your weekend and everything, while people be like, yo, what, Dom looks tired already. I, okay, hold on. It's not that I'm tired. I I have washed my face. And oh, I'm my just bad. Like, I mean, like, I'm just... You son of a bum. <laughs> 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 How old do I sound now? No, I, y'all, I, I just did my skincare routine and I just, that's all. And I am exhausted. I went out Saturday, Sunday, and yesterday was the fourth. Uh, well, when y'all hear this, that'll be two days removed. But I just was out. My my play brother uh, and sister-in-law, they are in town. And so I hung out with them pretty much the entire weekend. Like, I Actually, the entire weekend. And so uh, I, your girl is tired. Like, you know, the recovery time. And it wasn't even like, oh, we drank, drank, drank like that. But it's just like the energy that it takes to deal with people. And I'm, I'm yeah. that person. Yeah. Yes. And you know, as Aquarius is, we have to, and that should be anybody, honestly, like there, I don't understand how some people can, um, entertain and engage with people so much and just be fine. But I'm like, God damn, I need a reset. I am <laughs> tired. I need to rejuvenate. And then even when my homegirl wanted to come out today and do some work, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go in my room. Don't you want to be by yourself for a second? Like just I people. always be wanting to be by myself. No, I'm it's talking about you be saying you be thinking that with other people, like, yo, don't you want to be just don't you want to be by yourself? Some people don't understand that, you know, and I think that's something that I know that us air signs get a bad rap for, but I be tired and I always need a moment. And my God. And even even when I linked up with my guy, like after uh the baby shower on sunday i went to a baby shower too and like we were watching stranger things i got through episode eight that last episode y'all i passed out <laughs> and i woke up and it was still going and i was like now that last, oh. you, you talking about uh part one part one right yeah, I'm well. I'm at the end of it. Like I, I finished. We finished it. Well, or it finished me. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch the last two episodes. But I mean, it's supposed to be like moving each episode like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, general. it has been like that. But this last one, I feel like it was like two hours. So I probably slept for about 20, 30 minutes. Okay. And I woke up and it was just like, oh, it's still long. And then everything I needed to see, I saw, and I didn't feel lost. So that 20, 30 minute pause was no problem with it. It was nothing. That was just fluff. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into some of our topics. Usher jumps out with a tiny desk um, that has been the buzz of everything. The, and the memes are all out. Um, some people have shut down the Chris Brown versus uh, Usher versus because of this tiny desk. Um, I just really can't believe that that's a conversation topic. Okay, go, go, I think, on, I, go I think I think I'm always confused when I hear people say that Usher and Chris Brown would have to do a versus, and I wouldn't. I would never if if Usher were to do a versus, 
I would probably, as far as a, a, a catalog that could probably stand up next to it, Chris Brown has hits. I'm a Chris Brown stand, by the way. And I'm saying this coming from a Chris Brown stand. I would probably put him up against like Justin Timberlake. If if he were to do it. It's about Chris Brown against Justin Timberlake? No. Usher. Because Usher, uh, Chris, I mean, fudge. Justin Timberlake has his. I, I wouldn't necessarily, I just, I wouldn't think to put him up against Chris Brown. Like that doesn't even come to mind first. Like first mind at all. And I, and I get it. Like Chris Brown has a very healthy body of work. Chris Brown has 10 albums. Um, they have hits on them. Some of them I feel like are filler albums, like Heartbreak on the Full Moon. It's definitely, I have 45 songs. It took me a week and a half to get through it. <clears throat> so, hold on, hold on. He's got an album. Yeah, okay, that like was like a triple album or something? No, uh, no, it was just an album. And he just decided that he was going to put 45 tracks on there. Oh, so, the, so okay. So he just, okay. All right. He just said. He just was doing shit. And, and he just dropped an album like a week and a half ago that I, I do enjoy. I like, I like. The song with Wizkid. I like the song uh, Warm Embrace that he dropped. I really like the visual to Warm Embrace. But I, I I, really think that as far as the only person that could probably really go up against him, if there were, I would, it would be Justin Timberlake. Like Justin Timberlake. I, I, I know, don't know I Justin don't, Timberlake got enough for him, though. He would have enough to go 20. Because we have, we have, don't forget, we have three albums from Justin Timberlake. Technically four. You have Justified, Future Sex, Love Sounds. Usher's got like 30 albums that's got like. Usher really don't have 30 albums like that though. Like Usher, I think. No, Usher doesn't have 30 albums. We have that first one, So Many Ways, or was that the single? No, So Many Ways is the single. It was uh, the the title Usher. Oh. Yes. Okay. So then we get my way after that. Yep. We get confessions. That's three banging albums. I don't know anybody that knows songs from the first album outside of so many ways. I don't. What? I don't yeah. Every I time don't. I think of you, nice and uh 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 uh. Um, That's when Buffy and, and then was messing around. Never mind. Shut up! Don't do this! Don't do this! But that song is dope. I don't really think I don't remember nothing from and, that. First and uh, can you get with it? What are you talking about? You old girl. I'm not. Woo! <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Okay, that was good. That was too. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for it. I'm sorry. That came out like in '89. Like no, it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Hold on. No, Hold on. We're not going like, to do this. That, okay, so we're talking about pre-puberty Usher. I don't remember that album. That's not pre-puberty. The first it Usher is. album is 94. What are you talking about? That is pre-puberty Usher. No, it's Usher not. No, Usher it's, it is because th- th- this is what happens. Because when, when My Way came out, the delay with My Way was that Usher went through puberty. Usher he was talked about it at 15 when the album it. came out. When- Usher, these are Usher's words, not mine. You're tripping. I'm Can not tripping. Think of you, the mini. Come on, man, stop. No, I'm saying, I, but I'm saying what happened was so it technically was pre-puberty. Usher, Usher even said the delay for them them releasing another album is that his voice was changing. 
So we really get Usher, Usher, like the tone that we know Usher do have today via my way. His words, not mine. Don't shoot the messenger. So, oh, my bad. You got 8701 before um before confessions. So that's okay. Yes. Okay, which is low-key one of my favorite ones. So okay, now we have we got four. We got this. But what I'm saying as hits, hit for hit. I no, feel like no, no, I wouldn't no, put him up no, against Chris Brown. No, I wouldn't do that either. But we ain't gonna say Justin Timberlake either. Justin Timberlake no. has a solid catalog. Not no, very. It's okay. No, what I'm saying is, before that man in the woods shit, he has everybody was talking with some songs, but he cannot compete even going to ring with Usher. Not even he shouldn't even be in the contention to even be a. This nigga could pull out gone. And he okay. can pull out the girlfriend okay. remix featuring Nelly. He can pull out the girlfriend remix featuring Nelly. That's all I'm saying. There are honestly, if I were even if it were like I feel like stuff was kind of shaky after confessions. Like I have here I stand. What's no, the law with there I, goes I, I, my I, I, baby? You know, I mean, that that but Raymond, I'm, Raymond, I'm Raymond saying, album, even if you like just that, did that Raymond versus Raymond was a was a big album. I did enjoy Raymond versus Raymond. I do like Okay a lot, but that's the only song that I go back and revisit. Uh, there and goes that a lot of people, on there. Re- huh? There goes my babies on there. I hate. Listen, I hate that song. I hated that song, and every time I think of it now, I think of this YouTube video my homegirl sent me back in the day where it was some dude doing some weird cover of it and it said there goes my bangs bitch oh wow so every time i hear it i'm like there goes my bangs bitch that's all i hear oh no 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 it's ruined for me so no usher usher's tiny desk was dope yes um you can't say can, Justin Timberlake. I got to come up with somebody else. I don't know, but it's, it's nobody else. We we're in this unhealthy state in, in in this country, and I don't know if it's globally where we do this thing where somebody has to be it has to be versus somebody. I blame Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, but it's like yeah, no, 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 no. Usher may not have any contemporaries. He, he may not, and I'm fine with that. He really doesn't, and that is. Okay, but we do this weird thing when it comes to athleticism, looks, acting, all that, where it's like you have to compare somebody and they have to compete, and it's like very fucking unhealthy. Like, let people be. I feel like I said that here before. I'm yes. over it. I'm over it. I'm no, 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 no. I'm with you 100. I'm with you. Um, there's no comparison with him, but his tiny desk was dope. Um, and then somebody was. Said he had the one of the best tiny desks along with Summer Walker. I forgot in the 90s group. And I was like, What? Summer Walker. You hate Summer Walker. Yeah, I just hate it. She just, <laughs> everything she stands for is just not my type I of thing. I love Summer Walker. She's just young and dumb. This is this is and, and that's that sounds no, toxic. no, that's not an excuse because there's dope young no, no, artists no, no, no. that are that sing that ain't assholes. And no, they, they, but they, I what I perform. was saying. What I was saying was, is that what the issue, I'm not going to take her writing talent or any, like any of that away from her. So what I'm, I mean is, is that Summer Walker is, people love Summer Walker because they can relate. She made poor choices. 
she's the prime <laughs> example of people telling her that she's being hard-headed all the time. Age-old statement, hard-head make a soft behind. She mm-hmm. has come to learn that very quickly. And you feel like you are the exception because you are doing, I guess you. she was doing, I guess she called herself doing right by, or she thought that, what's the baby daddy name? London on the track? Yes. Was going to do right by her because she inserted herself in the middle of his baby mama drama where the baby mothers was like, hey, you think you're going to be different and it's not. This is typical. He is going to show up as his true self. Hell, London on the track mama worked for R. Kelly. So that's already problematic as as it is. So he don't have no sense because his mama probably ain't got no damn sense working for a rapist slash pedophile creep motherfucker. So, um, yeah, I mean, no, it's just like, like she does. She doesn't perform well, so I don't know how this tiny desk would be good. I don't even want to watch it. Well, it, it's it's not that because you can't expect too much from her because she's no, said, no, 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 no. I'm I'm not making an excuse. Okay, knowing that she has social anxiety, all that stuff, it's hard for her to perform. But then I'm don't, saying, why are you an artist? That is, I mean, that's talented. But see, here's the issue. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Just make music at your crib then. No, I'm what I'm saying is the issue is is it shouldn't be with some walk, it should be with these labels because we know back in the day they would have artist development. Yes, and they would because, and so there's and, and I've been saying this shit. for years. Prior to Summer Walker even being on the scene, I said that is something that these labels need to go back to because it's no and it way. It was just cool because she had a following, like just to push it to get it going early instead of yeah, she making had, sure she could do a stage performance, making sure and being making yeah, it. So we, we got introduced from Summer Walker from her her mixtapes, and and so that it you know she got her deal, all that stuff. But then you start to figure out these things, but it's like. Artist development needs to mainly come back into play. Yes, we want them to perform well. We want to be able to have a great show. But it's like too many people are having to do the 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 iPhone press release, uh, clarifying shit that they're saying where we really didn't know much about people um, because they didn't. You, it was so crafted and curated where these interviewers couldn't get people caught up social media didn't exist where you couldn't just get on there and say dumb shit so mm-hmm. it there there has to be something because i'm I, frankly i'm just tired of it like that shit that kanye west was doing retarded to me i know we can't say the r word but yes that's what it was and i i really believe i'm like it's too many people with brains that are just acting like the common average day-to-day person sorry you can't do that yeah, no, I, I mean, the whole thing, there's no mysticism with our celebrities anymore, man. And I, I miss those days where you'd be like, dang, what are they? And you know, I mean, you just didn't know. They were just a mystery. Yeah. And that's why I still respect some artists, you know, like even to regardless of how much we people think they know about Jay-Z and Beyonce, it's still a mystery. They still yeah. keep an air of mystery about yeah. them and their celebrity. Yeah, that's you fact. Know? That's hella facts. And it's something that I enjoy a lot. You know, we only know what they tell us. Mm-hmm. But all we know, even if he did cheat on her, maybe he didn't. 
But it's what they're but telling. No, that's the mystery. No, nobody is saying they ain't on live every day to discuss. Like I'm just, gonna, I want to talk about the situation happened with Solange and the, it's nothing the, to the clarify. Elevator. It's nothing to clear up. It's nothing, and a lot, and and that's something that you know, coming from a media background and working in P PR at you know a certain point, is that. That's something that I try to tell my friends that are big, you know, in the industry and have a name. I said, there's certain things that happen. I said, why did you, I said, you going forward, you will not speak on it. If somebody says something about you or wants to pin something on you and let people talk, I said, because, you know, all press, you know, whether it be bad, whether it be good, people are talking about you. So let's not address certain things anymore. It's not, it's not worth it. And going forward, I'm like, it's just, it's a headache. Yes, it hurts. It, it it boggles, you know, joggles your mind a little bit. And you're like, but what did I do? But it's just like, let these motherfuckers talk. Go get a steak. <laughs> just go chill. Let, uh, chill. Let, let, you know, tweet through it, as they used to say. Tweet through it. I wouldn't even tweet through it because when you tweet through things, sometimes it could come across as cryptic. True, 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 true. Or, or like, why are you avoiding it? Why are you yeah. trying to avoid this? Yeah, and it was just like I would if yeah. I would if if you are to tweet, I would have it. I, but the amazing thing about Twitter is that they have that function now where only people that you follow can reply to this, or you can have it turned off where people can't reply, mm -hmm. retweet anything at all. So, you know, I will say feel like to a certain extent. Twitter will probably be more of a safer space, though we know Twitter really is in a safe space. But you could curate it a little bit more. You can curate it way better. But back to Usher's tiny yeah. tag. Usher had, I mean, superstar. Superstar. He's good, man. He's good. I just want him to stay with the style of Usher as himself. Don't be going, I'm about it. The life, the last album. Remember that song about it. Is that was was that the Zaytoven? Yeah, that was the one where he had Master P on the remix. That was his Did I miss last album. album. That's not it, the one with Zaytoven presents. It's on Hard to Love. Oh, I didn't listen to that. Yeah, I there was nothing on there that really I, I think I tried. And no I limit. My, my, my bag is called No Limit. Oh, I kind of did like that a little bit, but it was that's that's it. That, yeah, I didn't like that whole no. But wait, you know, but the, that Zaytoven one was good though. The one where it's it was kind of like a mixtape and it was like maybe six songs, if that. Which one is that? Uh, oh, hey, come on, call A. Yeah, yeah, Zaytoven, the one that Zaytoven did was fire. Yeah, I mean. Usher, Usher needs to stay in the old man back, and I don't know if he's really cool with that. That's the whole thing. Um, because did you hear you like that City Girl song with him? I, I I think I heard it getting dressed, maybe. But I I, I he sounds good on there. They sound annoying as fuck, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The City Girls annoy the shit out of me, yo. You know, and like I, it, was, it was like like a, like their voices don't match with Usher's the way this. The music of that song was built. It was built for Usher's song. Mm, mm, okay, I'll have to take a listen. And it's like, the, I, I'm rubbing that can on him. Like, uh, look here, man. This is a nice little skating song. And now y'all doing y'all little, y'all, y'all, y'all cat screeching, scratching on the boards rap. But wait, or is it, or can we say, it sounds like you're talking about Miami. Yeah. Or it's about Miami. Miami. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like uh, I, I. I don't. I, I just. I don't think that that type of rap needed to be on there. Period. Neither one of them. Yeah, I can. I can. I might have to take a listen. And I would have. I'd have took Nikki. Nikki on there doing a regular Nikki or Cardi, but like that. Like that's that city girl, hot girl summer rap. You know that wasn't needed for that song. <laughs> city girl, hot girl summer. It is yeah the city no the city what is city girl summer or whatever it was, city city, what was a hot girl summer it is hot girl summer know. is technically is, I feel like Meg ain't even that's pushing Megan, the hot, right but yeah, no it's Megan like is city hot girl girls summer, up but I feel like Megan ain't pushing that because she booed up but it but isn't city girls up coming from the city girls right when C city girls up one yeah, yeah 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 no we didn't need them city girls up for this one we didn't okay need okay yeah I'm gonna have to take a listen to it um because I feel like it was playing in the background so I really wasn't listening to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wish there was a version without the rap. Remember back in the day, what do they give you a version without rap? Now, yeah, I, I, Carey, and I used to hate those versions. Mariah McCary. Mariah McCary. <laughs> Mariah McCary. <laughs> oh my God, Mariah Carey was good for that. Mariah Carey was really, really good for that. No, so. I need that version. Oh, like, is it is it Usher's song? Feature? No, it's not Usher's song. But I need that version. The version. Okay. Just All right. It probably. I'll take, the, I'll take the instrumental and just him doing the hook and like like it'd be better. Yeah. No. Okay. So this is really random. What I'm about to say. Okay. So since we're talking about like songs and Usher, it's really interesting that I that Usher. That they was trying to shop just a friend to Usher. Because at that age, when Mario who? When when Mario did Just a Friend 2000. Yeah. I feel like by the time Usher would have got on that track, Usher would have been too mature. Yeah, I can see that. Especially the way right. it's built and the way you think of it, the way that the lyrics are. Yes. And so I was like, I don't hear, yeah, it's it's weird to me. And so I was like, they were really shopping that to Usher. And well, then uh, Usher and was kind of before um can we talk was supposed to be Usher's song originally. Probably what happened was no Tevin Campbell just did an interview about it. Like he literally no, was saying that they I wonder if it was the puberty thing, and so he couldn't get them notes like uh Tevin. No, him and Te Tevin's older than him. So that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it was that window of where, remember when I was telling you Usher's voice was changing? That was not the same, the same time. This is, this would have been on the, uh, the first Usher album. Oh, oh. Yeah, you got to no, think, no. Can We Talk came out in 94. So this is the same time. It had been okay, on that album. Okay, yeah. No, it's, it's just certain stuff. So just like, so it's interesting, like when you break things down lyrically, and it's just like how you know Tony. We wouldn't know Tony Braxton if Anita Baker would have taken the boomerang sound. We've never heard of Tony Braxton in our lives. So, um, or I know that it was this happens all the time in the industry, by the way. Like, we know this is mm -hmm. a normal thing, but it was it's just like SWV. Uh, uh, Charlie Wilson passed on a uh, uh, week, SWV got it. He passed Mary on. J. Blige passed on Umbrella, really. Uh -huh. The Dream wrote that for Mary J. Blige. And it's interesting because, again, break the lyrics down. That don't sound like Mary, which it was great. She should have passed on it. She absolutely. One yeah. man's throwaway is somebody else's hit. Yeah. I mean, I just mean. like, but just, just Neo. I mean, Neo was a writer, but that he, he the song that he kept saying that he wished he never would have sold. Or, or shopped was uh, Let Me Love You.
which was to date Mario's biggest hit. Right. He wrote that, right? He wrote it. And and, and they kind of had a little, you know, a little tiffy about it. But then what's produced it? Uh, Scott Storch produced it. He produced the remix. Did he do no, the original the too? No, just the beat, the regular, the beat, not the. No, the I, well, no, 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 no. I know that Scott Storch did the remix, produced the remix. I thought he did the regular version of Let Me Know. But he might have. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that happens often. It's just like how Chris Brown always kind of wanted to be a rapper, and then they shopped him as an R&B singer. Avril Lavigne wanted to be a country singer. Yeah, Scott Storch. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that like going back to that, so it's always just interesting and you know what what happens, but it's just I just man, Usher is you know, a lot of you new age RB singers. That that should be there are certain people that y'all should like refer to draw inspiration from not saying like mimic but usher brandy who else can we say monica Tevin, you know depend, the, yeah depending on the person that you're talking to y'all need to call hey now y'all now y'all want to give mario his flowers i knew my boy could hold his own um and i want to campaign for mario to have a, a tiny desk like, can you we know, can't as, as 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 the great uh sleepy said, this is the first time in verses I didn't know none of the songs of this person and they will beat but somebody else in the verses. And I didn't know, know any of these songs. Yeah, I, I mean you have to also think like I think by the time sleep probably but when Mario B2K kind of came out, he was either i mean y'all was in yeah, we all went me and sleep the same age we were all yeah, in college. yeah y'all were all in college so it's different so whereas <laughs> when you got to see like a marion as ice icebox i'm i'm i will never take that away from him i would never take icebox being a hit or you know and from the him. other one where uh where he was like dancing down the street oh touch Touch and then was was it encore? Was it was did he have one like encore or something? He did have one another. He always dancing in the street. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well then that's <laughs> a whole I'm like I'm a mess. I done spilled water, but uh, yeah. No, I, I I just I didn't know Mario had. I knew Mario had. Let me love you. That the best friend joint. And man, I'm tapped out. I was I was trying to figure out how Mario even got in this situation. How he was in it. To be honest. Um, crying out for me. Don't know it. That was a big hit. That that was, but y'all would have been break up with him and Gucci Mane. But by that time, y'all was out of college because I was in college. Yeah, I don't remember. So it, it was different. But for me, what I was trying to explain, we had this whole argument. Me, Tony Baker, BT Kingsley. Shout out to BT. Give me five on the Kevin Stage app. Uh, I'm in two episodes. But yeah, so we were, Tony and I were trying to tell him that when you, if, when you look at their catalogs, like even if you pull Amarion stuff from B2K, when you really look at even their albums, they had two albums, they had a soundtrack, they had a Christmas album. They only had two albums before they broke up for real, for real. 
Who are you talking about, B2K? Yeah, B2K. So if yeah. he was to pull from that catalog, you know, you might not be... You, some people say, oh, uh-huh. Okay, so the first album you had, uh-huh. Gots to be on Wild. Gots to be is a jam. Gots to be Gots is to a be, You get three albums. So when they drop Why I Love You, when they dropped that, that was like the overflow to, to hold you over until they drop Pandemonium. So from Why I Love You is also on Pandemonium, by the way. So okay. that's that's lets you know what's happening over there. So then we get Bum Bum Bump and we get Girlfriend and then they randomly drop What a Girl Wants, which, yeah. So we get three tracks. And then when you think about Amarion's catalog, we get Oh, Touch from the first two albums. Mm-hmm. And then Icebox. Icebox and Entourage from the second album. Yep. And then we then we got what is he? Then he's I guess you could do some of them bow wow features if you want to do one. Oh, yeah. Them. Then you would do let me let me hold you. Yep, that's what I'm thinking about. Then, yep. then, you know, things like that. So it's not like he even has like this massive. Is it the B2K thing where we assume that he had more hits? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and and, and I was a, I cried when they broke up. B2K was my wallpaper. I, I've had a very hard time processing this, okay? I'm, okay? I'm letting you know. But I I always enjoyed Mario. I always thought that because he could sing, sing. Like, I knew that B2K vocally was subpar, even, you know, as a kid. But Mario, I was like, oh, this nigga got chops. Like, he can withstand like the test of time and he a solo artist so but i think also there were some personal things that probably could have happened to mario where it shifted um you know like his focus um but mario is a solid artist i i, I want to campaign for him to get a tiny desk okay i know i'm mad at it because i'm like luck if lucky day got one he can have one I fuck but lucky, lucky days day. is only like 13 minutes yeah, I mean, you don't need. He only got what uh, roll him, roll me some mo, roll some mo. You only can do that for seven. That's seven minutes right there. That's half my thing. If I do the extended version, you know where you break it down. Roll, roll, roll. You gotta, you gotta extend that out. Roll, get the seven minutes. First of all, okay, hold on. You must not have listened to Candy Drip. No, no, no. I have. But I'm just saying it's really okay. only two or three songs. If I'm trying to really, but yeah. When he came out with the Tiny Desk, it was only that first album. So yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But so I want, I want a campaign. You gotta, you gotta hold that out. You know, that's seven minutes. You gotta do. You got the band. Got to keep going. Then you got to be like, let me introduce y'all to the band. You be like, how you do that on the first song? <laughs> like <laughs> my drummer. You be like, hold on the first song. You introducing the band. <laughs> oh, that lucky day. I'm the lucky. first one to do it. I want to give them they flowers early. <laughs> Lord, you are hilarious. You are hilarious. Uh, but man, let's get into it. Everybody was talking about it, asking us about it. You hit me up, said, we got to do the review of this. Not three episodes. We got to do it after two for these last two episodes. It is P-Valley. I review. Dom, I'm going to let you go in first. What were your thoughts on the last two episodes? Episodes four and five. I really have to use the restroom. (laughs) The Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids. If you were a No Limit Soldier then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, 
in vogue, shy, or voiced men at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. The only listen to 90s music podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B, this is the show for you. If you don't understand the the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched. This is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. Sorry, like I hate having to do that, but I was just like- No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Okay. It sucks because I can't even pause on this. Like I can't- um... Yeah, you can't pause, but I know it was 30, about 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote like, down the 30 time. minutes in. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, okay. man, let's get back in. All right, so what was your thoughts on the very first, first, let me not first episodes, episodes four and five? Okay, hold that thought. Bag in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> My home gonna make some greens, so I was sharing. Uh, okay, P-Valley. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. We were talking about the last time I was asking you, did you feel like homeboy big teak like uh if he had had some sort of interaction relation feeling right toward, you know lamarta right right so i feel like i was i'm not really sure if you was really rocking with me on that like 110 no, percent. I, I think that's the first time they had sex I think they liked each other i don't think that's i think that's the first time they had sex well that's what i was saying so like i felt like well, by this time when we last talked about it, that was like mm -hmm. several episodes people, ago. People were asking, are you when we were talking about they lovers in jail? I don't think they were lovers in jail. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they I, but I felt like there was definitely but at but to me okay, I feel so like little murder thing, gave them like some pity dick though, if that makes sense. No, but here's the thing. Now I'm thinking they might have been lovers in jail. No, because remember he said they were uh, they got pulled away from each other for a long time, and he got out while he was still locked in. Exactly, exactly. But what I'm saying is, it's like how the interaction was. Like first it was this, we we on the steps, then then when it happens after you know murders writing his verse when, when we skip the sex scene, I feel like. For how how he came at him about who was Clifford, like you never wrote me letters, you never sent me a postcard. Well, right. that's just like, think about it. You gotta think So you think that? So you think that it was just like okay, they might have had feelings for each other. Yep, and then and it came out then. Yes. yes, and then it's like if something happens with, between a, a man and a woman, and they mess around, and then you find out he like y'all been digging each other. You find out he got another chick. Dang, you didn't do all that for me. Like, and I really liked you. I've been digging you. I've been pouring my feelings out to you. But it was the first time we actually had, you know, you know, intercourse or sex. Because it felt like to me, the only reason he had sex with him because he needed it almost. It was like a thing where like somebody had sex with somebody because they needed it. I guess, but I just felt like how he came at him about the Clifford thing. Right, because his feelings was hurt. I'm talking about young murderous thoughts towards him. But I, but I would, you would think that, and I guess that big, 
First of all, how you get out of jail and you on the road? That's luck. Who I mean, y'all be all the time y'all? Cats. But here's, but here's, here's like you. You need somebody like that that's just happy to be out, and they'll do anything. Those are the kind of dudes you have on your security. That's what he said. We need to pick up security. Right. But what I'm saying is, which which could be a good and bad thing, by the way. But what I'm saying is, it's like what's strange to me is, is that for his feelings to be hurt, why is you still around? Just I'm like, like people, don't act like people do that mm-hmm. all the time in real no, I mean, it's a, but, but men, y'all not supposed to have emotions. Y'all supposed to, you know, that be the stereotype. Right. But he I, needs I'm the job. Saying. He pro- probably, number one, he needs a job because he's out on jail. So they probably got his paperwork tied up in it saying that he has an actual job. He ain't got, where else he gonna go? So I might as well roll with this for right now. I guess, I guess you're right, but that's, I just, for me, I feel like being that blindsided because I feel like Big T probably felt like he was like a little caught off and guard and blindsided by the postcard situation. And I I'm not I guess that's just me though. I'm an Aquarius. I'm cold at times. I would just leave. <laughs> I'm uh, like, I oh yeah, bless. Y'all, y'all gonna before y'all hit the next city, y'all gotta take me back home or buy me a flight or, or something because I'm not I'm not sticking around for this. But I get it that also will remove from the storyline. But yeah. But it, it was it's just weird to it, it's just it was leading up to it, and I just like like I said. I just, I don't know. Big T is in love with Lil Murder. Yeah. Like, and it's and it's also unfortunate that we live in a society where people can't understand that and are ranting and, and saying that they're no longer going to watch P Valley because of this. And um, you had a, a great, uh, great girl on girl scene before that, so you. Sh- you should have been. You should have known it was gonna happen. You knew it was happening, Pete. Okay, in the words of Quinta, niggas be gay. Yeah, niggas be gay, and it really is just that simple. And you know what? You don't have look, to look. Look, I'm not gonna front. It wasn't not like it wasn't uncomfortable for me to watch. I'm not gonna yeah, sit I mean, here and say gonna... that. But at the same time, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but but okay. So may I? Maya, ask you what made it uncomfortable to watch? It's just because this is like because it's just it's not something I, I'm gonna be I'm an old ignorant man at a certain extent too though that I'm just not used to that seeing that period mm. in general. So how did you feel when you saw Mercedes and the wife? I mean, I watched I watched a whole bunch of porn with that, so that was nothing to me. That was I was playing I was playing uh, uh doing some editing on my phone. At the same time, while that was going on, <laughs> I well, that's just the you know that's unfortunate, but that's just the reality. And I think that, and I'm not saying that oh, everybody you have to accept it, you have to like it, you have to watch it. But I mean, it, there should be no think pieces, think tweets. It's just like either watch the show or or or, or don't. But it's a, at the same time, it's brilliant. It's brilliant that they did that because everybody's talking about it. Everybody yeah. like you know, you mad about it? Great. More people gonna be end up watching because they're gonna be like, why do these people hate it so much? Let me check it out. Yeah, and like I said, niggas just be gay, and it, and it's just like that's the reality. So it's like they never watched queer I, ass we, folk we, then. Uh, huh? uh, they, they never watched queer ass folk. Then if they thought that was bad, 
Yeah, probably not. Because I remember I watched that. It was like the first time I ever seen a homosexual male scene. We had to watch that TV show from my in my uh, uh, his, uh, cultural class in college. And I was like, and, and everybody, every man was like, oh, this is like 2001, 2002. So everybody's like, oh, what? Like, we just was like, like clutching pearls all over the classroom. Like, yo, because that was not something we had seen before. That's how the patriarchy set it up. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's just very unfortunate because it's just like, just like nobody you know, only thing we talked about with the scene with Mercedes is just like you you saw the suits about, oh, the wife has nice, supple breasts where it's men that were, I mean, it's called Pussy Valley. So, yeah, niggas is watching it because you know you're going to see ass and titties. And then, but there's this other, you know, like plot, you know, theme that's happening, you know, within the show. Uncle Clifford is gay. We know Lil Marta is gay. So did y'all not think that that would ever come up? Like, didn't didn't Lil Marta give Uncle Yeah a, Uncle Clifford a blowjob in the first season? No, 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 no. Uncle Clifford got a blowjob from the dude for his birthday. For his birthday, but I, something happened between Clifford and Lil no, Marta. I don't think he gave him a blowjob. No, no, they fucked in that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. No, but I don't. Th I think. The thing about Little Murder is, I think he's like the stereotypical super top. Oh, he a trade. He well, he's what we call the trade. He's trade. Oh, okay. Explain so trade, trade for people that may not know, because okay, I just so had to learn it like, like a few months ago. Okay, so trade is a person that's kind of more masculine, facing kind of like a what we would say like a yeah, more masculine facing hood type person. Mm -hmm. But behind closed doors, they it's like they live a double life. And so they are gay. <laughs> so you would never know meeting Lil Murder that Lil Murder was gay. Like there's nothing about him that presents gay to you at all. Mm -hmm. And then, but he's gay. So that's the easiest way that I could describe trade. Or would you like the Webster's Dictionary of Trade? No, 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 no. no. I mean, I think that'd be... <laughs> It'll say uh, uh, sending goods back and forth between uh, various <laughs> places. And I mean, that's technically what they're doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no, um, no. So let, let's talk about this last. Well, I, I, before we even leave off episode um, four and five, because five is it was, it was really before. I regardless of all the drama, all the great the things that was going on going around there. I think four was one of the worst episodes written wise of the season. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just because it was going, it was too, it's too much going on that episode four. You got stuff going on here. You got the mystical stuff. You got this. You got Mercedes. You got this. There was like no like thread of a storyline that you could attach to where you're like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be watching and going through. You got the I dude think, running for I mayor. Think, like it's I like doing too much episode four was yes episode four was all over the place and i think that i'm surprised that that even got shot just having friends um in that in the business the writing business and going back with the notes and it kind of almost i felt like honestly the first couple of episodes the season kind of had been feeling like filler episodes yeah no all of it's been kind of just writing just random writing 
And I and I think that they probably are trying to, you know, we got we got P Valley at the top of the pandemic. So I felt like it's them probably trying to force maybe an additional season. Cause technically, you know, without that, the pandemic, they technically will probably be like on season three. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're trying to put two seasons into one. Because they might have had two seasons written, you think, in like where it was some of this stuff has been kind of pressed in together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that th- that's where the hangup is, where people have been getting lost. Whereas in the first season, it might be an episode where it might be Mercedes and her mama and you might get something with Uncle Clifford. Mm-hmm. And then it's another episode where it focuses on autumn and Mississippi. Um, so I think that is because it's been so much happening, or even even I feel like in the in the in the first season they will have episodes. It will be autumn and and the 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 lawyer guy. Mm-hmm. So it's two characters that it's focusing on, but it's just like solely their story. And um, I hope that that gets better for season three, but season episode five felt very natural very organic and it was it was very focused very focused and i think that's why a lot of people were very receptive to it and that's why i immediately hit you up after the episode and was like oh my god like we have to talk about this we have to break it down and just it's just shitty Let's talk about it. Let's go into it. Let's go episode five. Let's go. You start. You start. What's your take? Um, It was interesting how they kind of set it up like uh, 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 Cinderella. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a like a hood Cinderella kind of feel. Um. Um. But it's interesting. Uh, Clifford narrating it was dope. Um, Loved it. Loved it. It was dope because it gave you a little bit more context to things. It's just like when you hear a narrator in a a real, any other novel or any other thing where you're like, you get, it's just a little bit of extra glaze on the story because you get like small little context to certain things. Like one that he said that made me start thinking about Mississippi was saying that everyone tries to come rescue her. Like that's her and whole he, MO. He, yep. And, and, and he even said himself that he, that's what he wanted to do was save her. Yes. And you got to think about it. What uh? What's our homeboy? Uh, the one that's uh the uh the diamond. What, diamond. Even even the even her uh dude that he it's was the white savior, savior complex. So she thought because there was this white boy. We 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 see it all the time in America every day. It's the white savior complex, whether it comes from a white male or a white female, and she knew just because her home life was so shitty. And I'm not gonna say that. She necessarily trapped dude or anything like that. I don't necessarily think that was her MO. Um, but they both came from money. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I just I believe that what's interesting what happens with um Mississippi is it's just that she Lacks confidence and self-esteem, um, which is, is a reoccurring theme sometimes in our community. Not always, but it's a reoccurring theme sometimes when we see 
women that kind of fall on hard times like her. And so you're looking for something else to complete you and to fulfill you. A lot of times it's, it's going to be a nigga that's, or, or a person that's just not going to treat you as well. And you have a kid with this person and you believe having this kid will fill this void that has been missing your entire life. And, and we see, we didn't, you know, it was interesting seeing like, you know, we always talk about people, oh, they come from a good upbringing, like how Nunu is, you know, mm-hmm. for example, um, but at least people in Nunu, Nunu she's talking about from ATL. Just because yeah. people might think it's somebody we know personally, like oh, know. oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, I, f- I figured at this point everybody on that list. No, I just always, I just out. always assume that you know some people don't know. Um, where it's the same thing, like you come from this great upbringing, but then all of a sudden, like like how how Nunu idolized being like ghetto and and, and real, and that that equated to being real, and they just be like niggas be struggling. We be looking for ways out, and then to see that. It's kind of almost like Mississippi, Keyshawn, like, it's like a fall from grace. You know, she already had this shitty situation. Her dad was in and out, moving around, and not being um, hands-on, at least when it came to her parent, because he was definitely hands-on with one of them other sisters, if anybody peeped that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which, I'm like, well, what the fuck is happening there? And then... um, it's like, well, what was the relationship with the relationship with your mother really like where you couldn't even really go? Why can't you just stay with her? Stay with her. Is it a situation like Mercedes where it's like, okay, I'm not, I wasn't prepared. I, I, you know, financially, I really can't care for you. So it's better if you do go with your dad, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think it was necessarily like that because the, the stepmom met the dad on the flight. Right. She was a flight attendant. Yeah, she was a flight attendant, but the mom was there. She gave her a drink first. Remember, that's what, what, yes. what uh, Mississippi said, yeah. Yes, and so it's just interesting. I, I, You know, it's just, it's just very sad when you have to go searching for things because sometimes when you go searching, you run into trouble. Yeah. And that has that has that is what happened pretty much. And you're not ready to leave this emotionally abusive relationship. I, I feel like there's there's yes you are right that nine out of ten times that i think mississippi might end up back at the pink or what's gonna happen is wody is gonna be the uh the savior Right, right, right. But we already see that he already they already set that up because she got saved with three times she's been saved three or four different times you know clifford said he saved her uh, Diamond, Wody, even even uh, uh, you know, I'm just gonna call him uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, Abercrombie and Fitch, um, him too. So you gotta say them four people. But did he really? Know, but did Abercrombie and Fitch really save her? But I'm, but or did in he her, just I'm just, her, but he in her eyes, she did. He did save her because she wouldn't get no play for nobody. Everybody looked at her dark skinned girl. She he defended her. You know what I'm saying? She, like all these things that outwardly feel like that. Yeah, I, I guess technically you felt like when he when he beat that dude ass, technically. Yep. But I would say that I think that it will be something different. I feel like after the whole ha- situation happens with 
um, Wody coming in to save her, you know, take care of the situation for her with the manager. I feel like there's a, a something that happens. And I think this time when she got her ass, like when she, I'm not going to say her ass beat when the guy beat her, when her husband, boyfriend beat her, it was different. It was something different this time. Like, I felt like there was something a little different and I feel like they setting it up for something to either develop where homeboy really gets her out, out. He's gonna, she's gonna see him. If something is going to happen, and and that, and, and I think that's gonna be the turning point for her. But I think, like I said, it's just like you said. I think it's interesting how they set it up the whole Cinderella theme, and it's just like who is going to be her prince charming. Like that would be the next step. But the thing is, I, I hope they have it where she figures out she got to do that shit for herself. She might, and maybe won't even say that to you. Like, I got you out of this, but you got to do this shit for yourself. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, that's not how Cinderella ends. Part of it is like, and and that sucks, but it's just you. One would hope that she would figure it out and just. But a lot of, but a lot of people get off on being the victim. We we live in this state with this world where some people they they know that the it's hard. I want to be safe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I want to be safe from these bills. Yeah. That's all, yeah. I don't ask for I just want to be safe from these bills. Somebody Look at you, everybody. You can get your captain on and go ahead and put your cape on and hit up Dom in our DMs. Um, pay my yeah. rent. We, I ain't asking for much. No, we ain't falling in love. We ain't fucking just pay the rent. Send me the cash at. Damn. That's just, that's just plain and simple. Damn. <laughs> No, that's funny. Somebody, somebody texted me the other night from a random number, and and it, and what made me believe that it wasn't spam was the hour of, the, like it was later in the evening. Like when I say it was like go, going on like nine o'clock, I feel like, and it was no, they could call technically call you or text you technically up till nine o'clock. It was us, weird. Us, um, the spammers can. Um, really? Yeah, they, that's the federal law. Is like nine o'clock. It's technically the time they can't call. That is, that is now that the is. fucked up things. I had I had a a a, a a a spam person call me at five in the morning. Oh shit! No, it said David. What do you think about tomorrow's partner meeting? So and it was at eight fifty p.m. And I was like, oh, wrong. Number. Oh no, he sent the wrong. He was trying to text somebody else. Yeah, that's the, and that's what I was saying. I didn't think it was spam, and so. He said, I'm sorry, maybe uh, my secretary saved David's number wrong. Do you feel bothered? And I was like, okay. So oh, I said, no, you know what? I got one of them too. Hold I on, said, no if you're not paying any bills, I'm bothered. Now, have your secretary locate David's numbers since y'all have a partner meeting today. I said, good day, sir. And he said, although we... uh." added the wrong number maybe we are destined to be friends uh have a nice day but it, it wasn't where are you from like he's so hold on. a similar thing though hold on so mine goes hi i say who this <laughs> hi is that linda this is unity just my new number no not linda sorry i think my assistant lisa saved the wrong number i hope it, i didn't bother you weird I didn't respond after that. Look, I said, look, my petty ass was like, <laughs> you had time right then, huh? I said, we, you added the wrong number. I'm from, uh, 
I'm from Bank of America. Cash at me. Spend a couple thousands on my titties and my ass cheeks. But they and they respond? didn't respond. They didn't respond. I got, I got a spam today. Someone texts me acting like they were the CEO for my company. So I take, I hit him on Slack like, yo, did you hit me up? He was like, dude, I would have hit you on Slack real quick. He, I was like, I know. I, I sent a screenshot. He was like, he's like, dude, put this in the company chat. This is hilarious. So they hit me up like, hey, Daryl, everything all good? And then they put the C, I don't want to put his name, the CEO name up under, like he like his full name. like, And I'm like, huh. It caught me up. I was like, he ain't from, he ain't from California, though. Mm. And then I tell them, and then that's when I figured out it was a spam. So they trying to get creative now. They are, and because every other, I feel like every other week, our company, like IT, is sending out an email about somebody's information being hacked or don't respond to email sent from such and such. So this is just getting out of control, and I'm just frustrated and over it. I'm no, so let's get right it. back though. So what do you think about the Krayshawn? color complex thing though oh um that is normal that is that is a reoccurring theme in our community and a, a lot of cultures i feel like people feel like that's something that i'm stuck on and i'm like it's not that i'm stuck on it it's just it's just the inequality. Like when you think about like, you know, the history of even some of our sororities and fraternities, like how, how that even came about, like, it's just fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, the brown paper bag test. And so being, seeing that, and, and it's just even to me, uh, Keyshawn, Creshawn, whatever her name is, Mississippi ain't even that dark. Like I feel not, like that's the like, thing that trips me out. But you'd be surprised. I've had a lot of men tell me that I was dark, that that I was too dark for them to date. Wow. And I'm just like, man, you a corny like ass nigga anyway. Like <laughs> you're broke. <laughs> like e even in my adult years, like I've had men say that to me. And so I'm like, wow, like you really hate your mom. That's that's my favorite response to everything. You really really hate your mom, and I remember there was a conversation where this came up on Clubhouse, and there was a guy like talking about that, talking about his beautiful mixed kid and well light skinned kid because the kid was light skinned, and I was like, damn, like so what does your mother say? And he was like, well she was the one that told me to do this, and I was like, well what does she look like? You know maybe she hates herself, which is why she perpetuated this stereotype and pushed this on you that you had to date a certain way you had to procreate with a certain type of it's a lot of people i know to this day that are that think like that no it's i mean and it's just really unfortunate and sad and you caught up in a, a fucked up ass situation because some white boy paid you some attention yeah it's it's a deep thing because it's like Cause she really is about hair. And remember mm -hmm. she said something about like, was it, was it, she said that my daughter's hair won't have to be worried about that or something like that with mm -hmm. her, with her, with her daughter. So it's a, it's a thing, thing for her, you know? 
And then it, it's, it's the interesting. For a lot like, of people, it's, it, it comes up a, a lot. Like I said, like I, people also forget that biracial kids, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get like, yeah, or, no, you know, no, 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 hair. Like There's I know people a lot. People have got hair worse than ours. And uh, uh, I won't say worse because worse is not, but I'm saying more coarse than yeah. ours in their yeah. biracial. Uh, yeah, I my hair not coarse. Uh, <laughs> right, but you, you get my point. I know though, what like you're it. saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but you know, everybody yeah, ain't coming just, out looking like Teddy. Every, <laughs> <laughs> or Adrian. Wait, Adrian. <laughs> they ain't come out the box like Rachel. That. That, 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 that's not. That's not. That's not a, a scratch of a mixed person and, and, and throw them out. You know. Yeah, no, and, and and that's the thing. It's just like a lot of people, black people, we got so much work to do, Daryl. We just got yeah. so much work to do. But it's ill because it's not just black people like that, though. The white people and patriarch, the white supremacy it's, 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 it's an Indian oh, it's, culture. It's an every, Asian, regular Asian, Far East Asian culture. Yep. In, obviously, you know, in Africa. I mean, you got girls bleaching and things. Like, have you watched that show on? Um, yep. The one that like, what is it called? Savage Beauty. No, 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 no. One where they have like it's like the African, like, like housewives kind of slash love in Huntsville type of feel. But it's oh, on, I started um, that. I started that. I got it. Go it's in South Africa though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like I the started. main girl on there, I end up researching her. She's bad. You end up finding out she was darker than you, and yeah. she's lighter than me now, and got. Totally looking different person. Yep. And she even like in articles and stuff and like on TV in South Africa, like, yeah, I bleach my skin. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's illegal now in South Africa, like to sell them products. Yeah. It's like, illegal this, somewhere. She got like surgery and stuff. I mean, oh, look man. at look him. Look him as a prime example of that. You know, like. Young famous, young famous and African is name of the show. Yes, and, and the it, his name is Kiani Mbalu. Yeah, yep. I started it, and then um, because the colorism things kind of is an underlining theme on there too mm -hmm. with one of the other chicks. Um, and that come up on loving hip hop. Um, uh, loving no basketball wives with the Nigerian girl, and she felt like. Um, Evelyn and the other ladies, you know, were kind of uh, colorist. So yeah, I'm. A, it's it's a rec but I, it's just an issue across the board. And it, it like I, I, don't, I ain't even gonna stay. I ain't gonna stay here long on that topic. <laughs> no, no, uh, we don't. We don't. We don't have to stay. Uh -uh. Here no. So that that's our review of P Valley. P Valley uh, needs to stay on, please. Katori Hall, I hope this is a first of like kind of many episodes like this where we not popping around to five different characters. This is not the soap operas. And I and I don't want I don't want Lovecraft Country. I mean, we I mean I understand where you're going from with trying to show the spiritual aspects of <coughs> black southern culture, especially like the Gulf, Gulf area and the Geechees. But I don't want Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Don't 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 do don't just I don't want Lovecraft Country. I don't want yeah. Lovecraft Country in the strip club. I don't want that. Um, 
Shout out to Roulette, though, of who I found is from St. Louis. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so cool. I don't love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't sign up for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't. That wasn't what I signed I'm sorry. up for. I'm sorry. And I'm fine with it like one time, and it was like just to like the get diamond there. You're like, dang, diamond deep. But now yeah. you got every other episode, somebody like going through some mystical shit. No, no, no. I'm good, man. Just getting well, me. Well, I think it's all we talked about this. It's gonna lead back to homeboy spirit, not like you know, like not damning him to hell, but it's just like that's where his spirit is stuck. Right. So that's that's what that's gonna be about. And it's gonna be they're gonna have to, it's gonna be some sort of real compensation confrontation. Cause like we said, like it was weird, like it felt like homegirl roulette and the white girl was like possessed and was something was happening with Mercedes and she was like what the fuck is going on feeling scared even Diamond walking past that room like what the like and I get it like that's where a lot like something traumatic happened but it, it's gonna come back some sort of way because didn't they already kind of do a shadow of the what was his name Mar Marcuccio that is not his Martavius Martavius it's Martez or something Martavius or Martez or something like that yeah. Martavius. Oh, you said Mercutio. This ain't uh, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, but no, I mean, I just don't want y'all to do that. Um, just keep this, this, but you know, shout out to Roulette, who I found out from St. Louis, too. Yeah. Uh, I, like, is she from St. Louis? Like, does, okay, so I have a question. Mm hmm. <laughs> this is good. I know where you're going. This is a very good question, though. Go ahead. If you, what makes you from St. Louis? Because I feel like if you go to high school in St. Louis, you from St. Louis. You're from St. Louis. Not yep. not and not. I don't and I don't mean that by, oh, you came and you did high school there. I mean like if you leave and you like nine, are you from St. Louis? Are you really from St. Louis? No. Okay, cool. But you know, all roads lead back to St. Louis, so. That's why I like to shout out the people from St. Louis, even if they left at nine. Yeah. And I okay. think that's exactly what happened with her, too. Because I'm like, well, what high school did she go to? She went like, to like Stone Mountain or something in Georgia. And so I was I was telling, I, um, talking to my homeboy the other week, and he, he was here. And then he was like, oh, this person is from St. Louis. And I was like, mm, what high school did you go to? And he said, Luther North. I was like, mm, are you really from St. Louis? He <laughs> 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 was like, Kamar Lee Simmons with us. I said, it's mm, really from St. Louis. But I get it. Luther North is like kind of like, it's like hood adjacent. It's like how Cardinal Ritter Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very black. It's, St. Louis is one of those cities like that where we very protected if you're really from there. It's yeah. like Oakland, St. Louis. Chicago, Atlanta. Detroit, and like Philly, or like and DC maybe too. Where like if you say you're from the oh really, like you almost don't believe the person. You gotta you yeah. start quizzing them like like where are you from in St. Louis? Where? And then somebody, and then somebody. I'm like, okay, where the best Chinese food? You know. Yeah, you that's know, what I'm saying. But it's like, but other cities, I don't know if they do that. Maybe maybe New Orleans has that too. But maybe New Orleans people could just tell out the strength. Like, you ain't from New Orleans. I could tell from your accent. You ain't yeah, that's what I was going to say. They could probably pick on the accent. So it's just like, you know, ours, our accent, it flows over into, like, the Illinois side. Like, and mm -hmm. when I say Illinois, I mean East St. Belleville area. 
word that comes up. And so just like I crack jokes about to hear, and they're like, but y'all talk to us. I said, but that nigga from the we from the from hey, the St. Louis. He from the boogie. I said, he I said that's a different area code. And they thought, what you I said, it's in Illinois, it's not the same thing. Different state, different state, everything. I'm like, nah. So I just I just was wondering because that came up uh last week, and I just was wondering. Yeah, no, I think I think you have I think you have to spend it's really high school. If you went to high school, like you they're like you're you're St. Louis. Or yeah, when people you, tell me they left. I'm like, yeah, you're not from here. Like, it's nah. one thing to be born here. Yeah, it's different being from here. Yeah. All yeah, right, our I'm last see, topic, like, man. Because Nelly, Nelly, Nelly wasn't born in St. Louis. But he grew up here. He went to UC. He grew up here. He went to high school there. Yeah. So I'm like, we can get you that. We can get yeah. you that. Yeah. So if you got to be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, plus, I mean, all roads lead back to St. Louis anyway, so. <laughs> All right, last topic, Ray J eating noodles after his great performance at um, Versus. Um, stellar performance. Um, I mean, chop-chop performance at Versus. He is caught eating noodles out of a cup. Or noodles in a cup is an actual company. During the BT Awards. I, I don't know. This, this, it, he is, he's ridiculous. But at the same time, an amazing uh, treasure. So, guys, if you want to um, have fun and have a gander. Oh, I'll, I'll put it in the show link. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Daryl and I, along with our friend Blake, we did a show last year on the podcast, Whiskey Sour, about the miseducation of Ray J. And how important Ray J really is to our culture. Because just like you say, all roads lead back to St. Louis, mm -hmm. all roads lead back to Ray J. He has been instrumental, influential, a part of some of the biggest things that have happened in the past 20, 25, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Stemming back to Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. Then we get Kim Kardashian out of it. We get wait a minute out of it. No, no, you go 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 back even farther. Go back before that. What we else? We get seven oh two. We wait. Ray J. You never told. Wait, wait. Let's okay. You know he dated the one girl from seven oh two for eight years. Irish. No. Yes, he was with her for seven years. Before that's Kim. not the one that died. No, the one that didn't die, the other twin that didn't die. Okay, 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 okay. He's been up for seven years before Kim. That was who he's with before Kim. Oh, shoot. I didn't... I didn't know that. All roads lead back to Ray J. All roads lead back to Ray J. And y'all y'all keep playing with that boy. And Ray J, Ray J, we talked about... His network is larger than Brandy's. Not by much, but he has a larger network than Brandy's mm -hmm. net worth. Also, uh, super unreliable. I mean, I, I wouldn't book him for shit. You know what I'm saying? This, like, this whole versus thing, like, I just knew it was going to be a fuck. Because I don't know what Ray J was going to show up. That's the only problem. Really? Ray you don't J know a professional Ray J is going to show up. You don't know a professional Ray J is going to show up. Wow. I, I thought Ray J be showing up. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he didn't show up. I'm talking about professional Ray J. 
Uh, Where he it, wouldn't have been sitting there with okay, his baby so and shit that, trying to sing. And stuff. Is Ray J professional? No. Okay, I'm like, I'm like, let's just stay there for a second. Is he professional? And I'm like, no. So I'm like, I, I I'm not gonna go in with like, like, I know that he vocally is he's vocally challenged, <laughs> and that's new. Does anybody? Do you remember? We talked about this, but do you remember? His single "Let It Go" that was on the "Set It Off" soundtrack. Yes. He what happened? A lot of coke, a lot of weed, a lot of um, ecstasy, a lot of a lot of alcohol. That's a lot of cigarette smoking. There you go. Because when I'm like when when wait a minute came, out, I was like, I said, when did he start doing this? And I was like, oh, maybe what I what, or maybe what I remember from "Let It Go" is a figment of my imagination. It also could have been a studio. True, because as we learned during the versus battle that Amarion didn't sing a lot of them tracks if he showed up to the studio session, according to Jay Boog. Oh, Jay Boog said that? Yeah, oh. Jay Boog put out like a 10-page letter. Oh, I saw the manifesto. I just didn't read all yeah. of it. Yeah, and then, and then even during, um, during the verses, um, not Mario. Mario had said something along the lines. He named the person that was singing the tracks. What? Yeah, he was like, oh, shout out to, I forget what the dude's name is. Wow. Now, and I, I know a couple weeks ago, I got tagged in a post where I didn't know the dream was around for that long. But apparently this B2K track on Pandemonium called Everything is the dream singing. Wow. And now I'm like, when I hear it, I, we, we always thought it was raspy. B2K songs, left, unless they were singles. Yeah, no, I'm like, but now like, I, I always thought it was like raspy. But now going back, like when I played it in my mind, I was like, shit. Is this like when uh, Ralph Tresvant sang on everything, every little step for um, Bobby Brown? The second verse? You didn't know that? Wait, what you mean? You didn't know, you never heard this, that rumor before? No. Yeah, that because Bobby was too high and drunk. Uh, Ralph sang, sang half of the second verse and all the third of every little step for Bobby Brown. Now I gotta go back and listen to it. I'm listening. I mean, to I don't. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it's a great case, but I don't know if it's true. I don't think it's true, but it's a great case. That does he okay. have vocal credit? Um, no, 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 no. This was the thing because um, this was a, a favor to, I believe. Uh, it comes up baby I believe it was Babyface that produced that, or Jimmy J. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely Babyface. As you could tell, it's a. Babyface yeah, baby has um, I wouldn't say a met a medley a melody. Um, it's like there's something that he does, and you just know it's how it's the lyrics, how it it, it flows. Yes, yeah, babyface, it's babyface. Yeah, it's yeah, baby it's baby. Oh yeah, ab absolutely. I knew that. Yeah, but supposedly he oh, was yeah, there, and then I'm Bobby seeing, I'm coming back, articles. and they had to get it done. 
That's yeah, the, that's I've seen, the, that's I've seen, oh, this is recently where this really came out. This like all yeah, I'm seeing all, oh shit. I don't know Damn. if that's true, but it's well, a, that's they, that's what Bobby Brown manager said. But now it's like now I'm gonna have to go and listen to it. I've listened to it a couple of times. It's a great case. I don't think I don't know, but it's a great case. It makes you yeah. think. It makes you think. But yeah, Ray J. Yo, you you're you ridiculous. No, hold on. We hold on. Hold on. Wait. No, Bobby Brown slander will be tolerated. Y'all. No, 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 no. That's what I said. Man. I don't think it's true. I was like, y'all not gonna listen. Did I ever tell you how I was obsessed with Bobby Brown growing up? I was. Too. I was obsessed with Bobby Brown. I thought I was gonna marry Bobby Brown. I I'm like, too. amazing. Like, I got my I, hair in a gumby because of him. <laughs> I love Bobby Brown. I was hella heartbroken when he married Whitney Houston. I was like, I don't have a chance, but I was totally a child. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, he's like, going to wait around for you to become legal. Yeah. I, I, it was strange. I was strange. Um, but yeah, like, it's like all roads lead back to Ray J. Like, I think about a lot of the, the historical Black moments that we've had in Black history, uh, and, and at least Black pop culture history, Black mm -hmm. R&B history. Ray J is involved in a lot of things you know remember when he was beefing with fabulous uh who Let's else the record club yeah at the record call acting a fool um then and i just i was in vegas when the alleged situation happened with him and fabulous so that was funny um and then you know you taking floyd mayweather's chick like how does that happen? Then you think about what else? The whole the iconic hat moment, the skull cap moment. When he was talking to Safari, and every time they pan back to, to Ray J, his hat was sitting somewhere else. The whole situation with the, the glasses on revolt with uh Speedy and saying <laughs> the glasses was unbreakable. Um, what else has Ray J Scooty bike? Um he pushed Ray Princess Cons in that are, water. <laughs> I would never, but technically he didn't push her. I, 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 I saw that in real time. And I rewound the TV and I was like, he kind of really didn't push her though. See? <laughs> he kind of didn't. He kind of didn't. It's how he kind of like jumped up and she was like right there. So she kind of fell in. It wasn't like it was like a push push. So I can't really say that he did that or not, but Ray J, I mean, apparently Ray J dated Lil' Kim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During the wait a minute, around the wait a minute era. So, I mean, it's just I, a lot of iconic moments lead back to Ray J. And even now, with the one wish with the with the arm and all yeah. of that, like it you Holding are baby. being God. Yeah. It... And now they're talking about forming a group. Yeah, I, I'm not down with this stuff, man. I can't do it. I can't do it. RSVP. The name is dope, though. RSVP is a dope name for a group. I just wish. But I can't see Ray J going on more than two dates on this tour. <laughs> not you more think he's going to be like Rasby and just be like, I'm out? Like, no, he's just not going to show up. 
I think Ray J will show up. I think okay, no, Ray okay, J my bad. It's gonna be the first four cities because the tour tour is gonna start in L.A. He gonna do L.A. He gonna do Anaheim. He gonna do San Diego and Las Vegas. That's and maybe maybe Phoenix. That's it. You know, I I I, I can see. I, I'm gonna say Ray J will show up. I'm gonna say that just because I feel but like how I, many now, now how many dates of this tour now. No, but that's what I'm like. It would be a short tour. It wouldn't be how the Millennium Tour was. It wouldn't be like 30, 40 days. I don't think we're talking about 10. Like I'm saying, I feel like it would be something small that they would test out and see. Because it, Ray J, Ray J, what's Ray, what Ray J is not going to do is miss the bag. Now, that's one thing that's guaranteed about Ray J, even though he is well off, he's not a, a multi millionaire. Uh, well, yeah, no, he will be. He will be considered a, but he's not in like the the. He's not two hundred and thirteen million. Yeah, he's not. He's not nine digits. Yeah, he's not. No, so Ray J is gonna always get to the bag. Whatever Ray J do can get to the bag. I feel like Ray J is gonna get to it, which leads me to believe that he would show up on tour. Now, would there be beef and drama? Absolutely. Do I want the cameras to be there? Hell yeah. But he's but only going to do two dates. No, it would be, be like, you know what? I had, you know, I had to go back for my kids. You know, my kids needed me. I just need to go back. And, you know, sometimes you got to go back and just free your mind and everything, you know. But, like, with Ray J, y'all only did Anaheim and L.A. Like, like, like I, would, I would say that I think that he would – I think he it would be a small tour. It would be kind of like how – it would be probably like a five, a six-city tour. Like how you have, like – Alex, I, Alex Isley, like she, it's not like a big, big tour or anything like that. Even shit, even Lucky Day tour wasn't that big, but I just think that it will be something kind of small. But and that will be based on the music that they put out. Is it going to be something that we're receptive to? So, I'm like, I think people would want to hear Sammy because Sammy can sing. But I don't like a lot of his songs as an adult. I like I like the 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 you should be my girl, but he he's he's had music since then. That you should be my girl is my shit. I yeah, love with, uh, Sean Paul, yeah, from Young Bloods. That was a joke. Um, I ain't going but, front. I like kiss me through the phone too. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was him. Yeah. Um. So I I think people would be interested in. I I think what everybody even dropped the ball. Like I um. A lot of people like. Okay, so Sammy and Mario should have had a single to drop right after Versus. I thought Mario <laughs> was going to do something like that. Well, he said he is, so I don't know when that's coming. Nah, you need to have that. I would have had that out. That would have been out on Spotify that morning. And that's how I feel. I, I you know, so even if, even if I'm even if I'm if I know I'm doing Versus, fuck that. We got even I'm re-releasing some music, something. I, I, I would even say, even if it was a song that you, like, that was in the vault that was unreleased, that that was just something to hold people over, it kind of see how people were vibing. Because, like, I, as a stand, you know, I I listened to every project. And so he's had a, he had an album, like, in 2019, and then he, like, had, you know, like, a little Closer to Mars, where it was, like, four or five songs or whatever, an EP. But I was, like... I had him up. I was like, yo, like you, you gonna drop something, right? And he's like, yeah. But I'm like, versus was two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. 
Versus a couple of weeks ago. What's going on? People don't be seizing the opportunities like they should. I agree. Like I always, I I I always felt like that Mario missed the mark when the whole Rihanna Chris Brown situation happened. Because I felt like somebody that really took advantage of that was we're that person with the last name songs. We won't say his name because he's oh yeah, 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 yeah. But did. the he, he blew did. up. Yeah. And there was did. this window, he, he capitalized did. on it and then he rode he that wave. He took and a lot of the song. And if you listen to some of them songs, those are Chris <laughs> Brown songs. I can see that. Like they say, I, I like they say, I like it's old girl. You can see. Chris I know the producer that. that did that song. Yeah. Huh. He, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. I can see that being a Chris song, maybe. Yeah. Or the, uh, I don't want to leave. I can, but I want. I gotta go right now. Oh, that's old. But that was his first single. So oh, that was his first. Young. Okay. That that's was, not I like a Chris Brown song. First of all, hate that song. Really? I didn't. I didn't even start listening to uh, Trey songs until. Can't help but wait. And I never listened to the full album, but there was something melodically about that song. Yeah. Uh, that it was the. Uh, yeah. Like that sound. I, I think was that's like, Brian Michael Cox too. Probably. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm. We can. I'm gonna have to look that up. But yeah, I think it's Brian there's Michael something Cox. melodically about that that's very pleasing to the ear, that draws you in because it's not like his vocals are that great, but lyric. The lyrics are great and the music are great. And then, so you get that album, and, and then last time that song, last time was my joint. And that's around that time too, when when it was in flux for um. Yep. So there uh, were some tracks that he had, and then you got um, what's the invented sex? Yep. And then he had a remix with Drake, and then there was a version with like Carrie Hilson, and that, was it Usher? Oh no, I'm tripping. Tri uh, I can't help but wait and all that. Uh, and last time is on uh. It is Brian Michael Cox, but uh, Brian Michael Cox wrote, oh, wrote last time. And then I can't help but wait is Jonte Austin. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just, you know, it's just certain key things that you, you know, I be telling people, I be trying to tell people, I'm like, listen, I know this is bad or you feel like, oh, you're taking, no, because it be sometimes like, we know how fame works, especially for music. I feel like people can potentially have a little longer time span when it comes to like film and TV, even mm -hmm. if you're not that great at it, especially if you're kind of like attractive and you're on something kind of quirky. Um, but music, there's a, there's kind of like a, a, a window and we see things that happen where, you know, Usher, like Usher's Confession, that is his biggest top selling album of his career not saying that the other albums were not good but we know confessions and then even when he kind of got into that edm that that o omg i hated that song <laughs> and but he stuck he stuck there for a second because he wanted to ride that wave and you know get the bag where you have some people like there are just true artists to their art form, but we know that there, we know how music works and there's a, a time frame, and there's a window that you have where you really have to like really push through to mm -hmm. like stay relevant. So 
it's tough. And people love Drake because it's Drake. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we've been here for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it on up. Let everybody know they can hit you up at. Uh, <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> what? Y'all, could please, please. We got to let, we got to let the memes for Usher's tiny desk like rest. Like I just need a few days off, but they are hilarious. They are Y'all hilarious. can find me on Instagram at St. Angeles and Whiskey Sour. My pot, my Twitter is Pretty Sadity, which is P-R-3-T-T-Y-S-A-D-D-I-T-Y. Um, and then I got candles, Where do you um, get the which candles is... At? Saint-Angelus.com slash candles. Yo, Trey Songz had nine albums? For what? He does? Yes. Are that, are that's mixtapes too? or these, just... are, these are releases. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. The first Trey Song album I listened cover to cover was Trigger. And he ain't had no album that's been better than Trigger. He's got I Gotta Make It, Trade Day, Ready, Passion, Pain, and Pleasure, Chapter 5, Trigger, Tremaine, and Back Home. <laughs> I didn't know this dude had this many albums. Me neither. I Some of these songs might be just one song I knew off of, and I assume they was all on one album, maybe. That's probably right. Like I do remember Back Home because he had, uh, oh, he had that song with Summer Walker. Yeah, he had yeah, a song with Summer Walker. I think I listened to that, but then the rape allegations became too constant for me, and I was just like, nah. Yeah. But Trigger Trigger was the album that was fire. He had that song with Ty Dolla Sign that was fire, and he got a song with Mila J that was fire. Um, But yeah, man. I thank y'all for listening. Uh, Trey, please uh, get yourself together. We don't want to do an episode on you. Uh, Stay low. Um, And uh, make sure you hit us up uh check us out keep supporting us and we'll be back soon peace